This is Partners in Practice, a weekly series dedicated to the evolving field of the advanced practice clinician. Here is your host nurse practitioner, Mimi Secor. Retail health is an idea whose time has come, a trend embraced by increasing numbers of consumers, offering convenient care without an appointment seven days a week, including weekends, evenings, and most holidays. It is one of the fastest-growing healthcare industries experiencing unprecedented growth across the country and is one of the largest employers of nurse practitioners, with clinics conveniently located in a variety of retail settings, including drugstores and grocery stores, able to treat many common health problems and also offering a range of preventative health services. With an increasing demand for primary care and a shortage of providers, nurse practitioners and retail health are playing a critical role in helping to meet the healthcare needs of our nation. You're listening to ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome, I'm nurse practitioner Mimi Secor. Your host and with me today is Dr. Roger Green, nurse practitioner and division vice president of the Western United States region of the Little Clinics in the Kroger Grocery Store System. Today we are discussing the retail health trend and the role of nurse practitioners. Hello, Dr. Roger Green. Welcome to ReachMD. Thank you, Mimi. Thank you for this opportunity. Retail health care is a relatively new and rapidly growing healthcare industry in the United States, so I wonder if we can begin by having you describe the current status of retail health in the United States. This is a very exciting time in the industry for nurse practitioners as the specialization in convenient care and retail health is emerging. There are about 40 different companies ranging in size and geographic locations in the U.S. offering retail health services. There's currently 1,200 clinics across the country in about 34 states, and we've seen unprecedented growth, including international expansion. And the clinics primarily use nurse practitioners and PAs to provide an opportunity to showcase the uniqueness of our profession and our new roles. Wow, the numbers are startling, Roger, really startling and exciting. What type of specialty nurse practitioner do you utilize in your retail health clinics? We hire family nurse practitioners at the Little Clinic as we see children from age one all the way through to the geriatric population. So the family nurse practitioner is the best certification for our needs of the age groups that we service. You can see why, especially if you see people over the ages of 12 months. Now, do the little clinics employ physician's assistants also? We do. In several of our markets, we have both nurse practitioner and physician assistant teams, and it's worked very well. Uh, They complement each other extremely well. That's great to hear. What is the mission of retail health? Retail health is designed to provide convenient, affordable, high-quality care for common, minor health problems and to promote health by providing a range of preventative and health screening services. So for those listening, can you give us some more specifics on the range of services that are provided in your clinics? Typically, our providers will see common illnesses such as ear infections, sore throats, bronchitis, sinusitis, skin infections, and minor injuries. We also have free prevention services such as screenings for blood pressure or blood glucose or growth chart measurements in children. We provide sports physicals, camp physicals, education and counseling, and triage and referral to many primary care and specialty uh, practices in the area. Those are all incredibly valuable services, and certainly convenience is front and center in your, in your model. To some, it would seem a little odd to be located in a grocery store. What are the advantages of being located in a grocery store? Well, we're not adding a new stop to busy family schedule. Family shop in grocery stores 
And because grocery stores are open seven days a week, usually from very early morning hours to uh, late evening hours, we can operate uh, within those extended time frames. So again, the concept of convenience comes up over and over and over. As you mentioned, the Little Clinic offers a variety of free screening, health screenings, and I wonder if you can tell us a little more about this incredibly generous program. Last year, the Little Clinic administered 110,000 free screenings for blood pressure, BMI, glucose, and growth checks for children, and the estimated value was approximately a million dollars. That's amazing. What has the public's reaction been to these retail clinics? The two most common responses is that the consumers have told us, what a great idea. It's about time that this has occurred. Do they come in after 5 o'clock in the afternoon on weekends? I mean, do you have crowds then? Typically, our busy hours are early morning before children are off to school or parents are off to work, and then in the late afternoon and in the evenings, and especially on weekends, often children will forget to inform their parents that they need a sports physical to start sports on Monday morning, and Sunday afternoon at 4 o'clock, the parents are panicking, and we're there to assist them with that. What's the level of customer satisfaction? You must do surveys and have research in terms of feedback on how people feel their experiences have been. We do. As a company, we conduct customer satisfaction surveys, and historically, response rate has been extremely high, as well as the indication that we are meeting and exceeding the customer's expectations for the care provided. And I think our best indicator of success is that patients that we see refer family members and also return for visits at later times when the need arises. That's a great compliment to you know, what you're doing in the clinics when they refer their friends and they come back to see you. What has been the customer reaction to seeing nurse practitioners and PAs? Well, this is very interesting. I've been an advanced nurse practitioner for nearly 15 years, and I can remember when I first started practicing that consumers and patients really didn't have an idea about a nurse practitioner or a PA, and some were a little leery to see an NP or PA, but the public has embraced this concept. We've been around for several years now employing nurse practitioners and PAs, And it really has not been an issue. I think once the customer experiences the care uh, that the NP or PA provides and they build a relationship with the clinician, they're very happy to see this clinician. And in our situation, we see these patients over and over again, not necessarily as patients, but they're shopping every week or sometimes daily in the grocery store, and they'll wave uh, and greet the practitioner as they go by to perhaps get their fruits or vegetables. If you're just joining us, you're listening to ReachMD, XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm nurse practitioner Mimi Secor, and I'm speaking today with Dr. Roger Green, nurse practitioner, about the role of nurse practitioners in retail health. You were mentioning, Roger, that if a patient needs a primary care provider or a referral to a specialist, that you can help those patients out. How does that work? Absolutely. All of our clinics, although not required in many states to have collaborative agreements with physicians do have a arrangement with uh, a physician for collaboration and the physicians assist our providers in chart review and quality of care and assuring that we're following the um, best practices and current national clinical guidelines for care. So each of the providers has an established relationship in that specific store with a primary care or family practice physician and that physician has generously agreed to accept the referrals from the NP or PA provider. So it requires that your organization really network with the medical community? 
We spend a lot of time networking with the medical community, and we have built some excellent relationships both with primary care and specialty. And we're seeing actually specialists in primary care refer to the little clinic as well, specifically in off hours and during the weekends, perhaps when their practices are closed. So you're describing a complementary system, not necessarily a competitive system. It's interesting. Absolutely. So that kind of answers the question of what has been the reaction of the medical providers and the hospitals in the community to these clinics being developed. Yes, at first I believe that some were leery of convenient care and retail health, just not knowing about retail health. The goal of retail health is to augment the current health care delivery system and not to take patients away from their primary care or their specialty provider, but to assist them and to provide another option for care of less urgent issues, perhaps on night or weekends or when they're not able to get into their primary care provider. So if a patient wants to get a copy of their medical record or share a copy of their visit that they had at the Little Clinic with their primary care provider, how might that work? It's actually a very easy process of sharing the medical information. We use electronic medical records, and we have the ability to share that with the uh, primary care physician or specialist. And the patient also has the ability to obtain a copy of their record to share with their providers as well. Very efficient system you're describing, Roger. What if the nurse practitioner or physician's assistant needs to consult with a physician? In our system, we have collaborating physicians that are available for telephonic support and also visit the clinics on a regular basis uh, to conduct quality reviews and chart reviews as well. So we have open access to uh, physicians at any given time. I think that's reassuring to the public to know that that access is available at any point where the clinician deems that they really need to consult with a physician. So thank you for explaining that. Do you use evidence-based clinical practice guidelines with your clinicians? We do. We spend lots of time on our electronic medical record and the integration of current evidence-based standards. The clinicians have ability to use up-to-date as well for the most recent findings and to aid in their uh, diagnostic and prescribing abilities. And what about prescriptions? How does that work when clinicians need to order prescriptions? Prescriptions are entered into the electronic medical system, and the patient is then given a hard copy of the prescription to take to the pharmacy of their choice. So you have a great record, and they can actually read the handwriting? Absolutely, and it reduces the error rate as well. Very good to hear. So back to kind of what is a typical clinic like? How is it equipped? How is it staffed? You know, help us visualize kind of what this experience might be like. This is an interesting model. If you'll imagine a small medical office inside the grocery store, typically near the pharmacy, it is very private. Many are built-in actual rooms with locked doors, plumbing, private bathrooms, Privacy is definitely maintained at all times, and it's staffed with two full-time providers. And what's interesting about the model is that there is not an assistant uh, in general to answer the phone or to greet the patients. The clinician is responsible for the initial interactions with the patients, including collection of insurance information, taking the history, performing the physical documentation, electronic medical record, issuing the prescription and discharge, and then also follow up with the client as well. Now, in our busier clinics, we will have medical assistants or patient care technicians that can assist with the front office duties. So you really need a clinician that's willing to take on that pretty entrepreneurial 
solo role. It is a solo role, uh, very entrepreneurial. The clinicians do love this environment, though. You're fortunate in your model that you have side-by-side two clinicians working at one given time, which certainly lends them each support. That is possible in our busier clinics, yes, because many clinics will have two exam rooms and can have two practitioners, but some clinics will have just one practitioner at a given time. Certainly, another aspect of what people have been concerned about is how are retail health clinics regulated? Can you describe what's involved there? Well, in each of the states that we operate, we are licensed by the state public health department. In many states, we are subject to the same sort of inspections that a primary care office or urgent care setting would be subject to. The little clinic also received the Joint Commission of Accreditation We were the second retail health entity to receive that accreditation. Uh, The Minute Clinic was the first. What do you look for when you're hiring a nurse practitioner or a PA in terms of what you just described about what kind of person this is going to be to deal with this kind of unique setting where they're doing everything from greeting the patient to doing all the lab tests? Typically, we're looking for a nurse practitioner that has some clinical experience or PA In a family practice setting, since we are dealing with children and adults, we spend a lot of time in our orientation onboarding program explaining the differences between retail health and a primary care office setting. We're looking for outgoing individuals that are willing to interact with the public and perhaps not just sit back in the clinic and turn the lights off and, you know, wait for the day to go by. That wouldn't work uh, in our model. It needs to be someone that has initiative and is a people person and really willing to take on the education role as well. Any other stories about, you know, just aspects of detecting problems that patients might have when they're seeing one of your nurse practitioners or PAs? We have had many situations where our clinicians have been consulted, where individuals will present to the clinic and they're not quite sure where they should go or who They should see, I can recall a recent incidence of someone that had a horrible cellulitis on their leg and really wasn't sure if that was an animal bite or exactly what had happened. They just woke up and had a very inflamed leg and, you know, had insurance but didn't know what to do, came to our clinic. You know, one of the providers talked with them, looked at that and realized that that person needed IV antibiotics, emergency room treatment, and possibly even hospitalization. So that was a very happy customer that, although we weren't able to do anything for that patient, we were able to accommodate and refer and help them with their urgent health care needs. Thank you, Dr. Roger Green, for coming on the show today. Thank you. You've been listening to Partners in Practice on ReachMD XM160. You can download this program and any other program in our library at ReachMD.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening.